T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back. It's the Afternoon Show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Jack Fritz hanging out alongside Ike Reese on this Friday afternoon. Elliot Shore Park's coming up here in just a second. Twitter question. Brought by Mark's Jewelers. Looking for wedding bands or bridal party gifts? Shop Mark's Jewelers' extensive collection for the perfect gift online Marks-Jewelers.com. Ike, Eddie Jackson was released yesterday. There were more links last night to him and and, and the Eagles. Get him! Go get Eddie Jackson. (laughs) Get him! We were just going to take every old safety we can find. We're going to go get Eddie Jackson, and who cares if he had one interception last year? I don't care, yes. Well, here's the thing. He knows Fangio's defense. You certainly wouldn't have to spend a ton of money on him. Mm -hmm. Um. You really need someone of a veteran presence to be back there to start the season off since Sidney Brown is not ready to go. Mm-hmm. And if Eddie Jackson at some point starts to tell off like we saw with Kevin Byer, then you also have Sidney Brown that you can put in there eventually when he's healthy. Do you think if Sidney Brown hadn't torn his ACL, he'd be the starter next year at I, safety? I would be lobbying. That's, he should be the starter, yes. That's what I would be you saying. you think it would have been him and Reed? Yes. Interesting. Yes, or or they may still have gone out. Because, listen, I like Reed, uh, but Reed has limitations. Mm-hmm. So if you can upgrade at the position, I think Reed is solid if he has pretty good talent around him and you don't ask him to do things that he isn't suited to do, which is cover and, and play a deep third and that sort of thing. But I think Reed is a smart uh, safety, um, usually a short tackler, a willing tackler. So I like all of those things about him. Sometimes over-aggressive. Yeah, but I'll take that. I don't mind that. Believe me, did you see that last game where guys were actually getting out of the way of ball carriers? Yeah, so I like that part. So he would be in my three-safety rotation. A lot of these teams use three safeties. Now, it's not just two safeties. Yeah. So Reed would still be in my equation. I don't need Kevin Byard back there. No, 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 no. Yeah, I don't need Kevin Byard back there. So, you know, Jackson, like I said, would be much cheaper, much cheaper, and he knows the defense. And it's good to have somebody on that back end who's familiar with what Vic Fangio wants to do because he can help coach up the other guys. Right, and we talked a lot about how Vic Fangio needs a, a safety back, like, yeah. a, like a real safety yep. back there. Let's go to uh, Elliot Shoreparks joins the show. Elliot, what do you think about the, the uh, Eddie Jackson conversation? Enjoying the, enjoying the conversation. I, mean, I think it's an interesting uh, opportunity for the Eagles, and it's probably one if I were them that I would I would try to sign Eddie Jackson. I just think he can be a move; he can't be the only move. Right. Like, I think the, the the safety position needs multiple 
players. And, you know, I heard you guys talking about the potential starters. I agree Reed Blankenship should go into camp, like, penciled it as a starter. But I'm not, like, giving him a starting job no matter what. I think he has to prove, especially the new coordinator, that he should be out there. Sidney Brown, we'll see what his, his health is like come training camp. But I think Eddie Jackson would raise the floor of that group way higher. And I also think, much like when they signed Zach Paschal, Nick's rookie year and you know, on, on that side of the ball, there would be a benefit to having somebody come in that has played under Fangio, played in that style of defense, it can help kind of be a coach on the field. Well, because one of the names thrown out there is Van Ginkle, but I think he's going to get a pretty good salary. Like, they'd have to really invest in Andrew Van Ginkle. Yeah, and, but, but if they think he's a player worth investing in. Yeah, right. I, I, when I look at this offseason, I don't think – the Eagles have a, almost no limitation on what they can do. They could have almost $40 million worth of cap space. They have three picks in the first two rounds. They have a roster – that certainly needs help, but can be a Super Bowl contender next year. Like, like I don't really think there is much that they that they'll be limited from doing because of money or assets. That doesn't mean they should just spend it all willy nilly or anything. But it does mean that if they like him, like they shouldn't be priced out of him. Yeah, yeah, it's just a name for me. Van, uh, Van Ginkle doesn't inspire uh, fear, <laughs> I guess. In my well, yeah, well I, I don't think he could be the Redick replacement either. I'll say that. Well, but and, and you know, Elliot, I'm I'm looking at guys. If Fangio is going to come in and have an immediate impact, then it can't be coaching one-on-one. In other words, we can't start at the beginning of the book and have 11 players have to learn everything. It, mm-hmm. it's, it, it usually helps a coordinator if he has a couple of guys who are familiar with his, with his coaching style, with his defense, guys that he can envision playing certain roles. And that's why the Van Ginkle kid – is is to me a likely candidate to be here, and it would be because Van. I was going to say, uh, Fangio. Fangio, I would imagine, would urge Howie to make this signing, right? Like, if you're a Howie, yeah. aren't you entrusting or at least leaning on Vic Fangio's recommendations as to what to do from a personnel standpoint? Yeah, I think you're almost just listening to him exclusively, right? <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, Howie, Howie has a ton of input, obviously, and he makes the final decisions. You know, we've talked at length about how involved he is in decisions, but I don't think, uh, you know, Fangio's coming here unless he feels pretty confident they're going to get him the players he wants, they're going to rebuild it. Because it's not an attractive job from a roster standpoint. Right. Like the Eagles, the Eagles itself are an attractive destination. They pay well. It's a good city. You have a chance to win. But it's not like he's coming here because of all that talent on defense. Like, mm-hmm. like they, they, they need a lot of pieces. So I would imagine during the interview process, especially when he leaves a place like Miami, where he already has a job, already for a contender, there were probably talks of, you know, hey, we're, we're ready to invest, you know, X amount, or, you know, we, we feel these players are ones we would target, like those type of things. I'm sure they had those kind of conversations. Well, as you well know, the, the Phillies were the main drawback for, for Vic Fangio to be here. So you're welcome yeah. once again, yeah. Philadelphia. Um, yeah, no so speaking of the uh, speaking of the talent of defense, one of the main contributors to that is obviously Hassan Reddick. How do you what do you think the resolution here is going to be for the Hassan Reddick situation? I think Hassan Reddick is probably back next season. I didn't think that initially when it came out, but but when you think about how this plays out, like like Reddick is able to go out now and look for a new deal. That's basically what he's doing. He's essentially a free agent right now. Him and his agent can go around who has interest, what they'll pay them, and those type of things. The market has, has said, and I think incorrectly, but the market has said to Hassan Reddick, they don't value him as much as other edge rushers. Like, Reddick is right. His resume speaks to someone that should be one of the highest paid edge rushers in the NFL. But the reality is he hit the free agency market two years ago 
coming off back-to-back double-digit sack seasons, two years younger, and he only got $15 million. So I, when, I, when I think of him going out and looking for a new deal, I don't think he'll be priced out of the Eagles market. Like I, I, My guess is the Eagles have a number they want to pay him. He doesn't think that's fair, or he, or he thinks there could be more, and he's going to go try to get more. And if he doesn't, then I think they'll come to a resolution because the Eagles need Hassan Reddick. I don't think this, he's not a luxury or anything like that. I think this is a way to make Hassan feel he's getting paid fairly, and I, my guess is that ends with the Eagles paying him. Do you think he's back on a one-year deal, though, or do you think it's an extension? It'll be an extension, for sure. I would be stunned if he plays out the final year of his deal for, for two reasons. One, he has almost no guaranteed money left on the deal. So, so he's not going to want to go into a season, you know, and no player would want to, with, with not a lot of guaranteed money. But two, the Eagles have a ton of incentive to extend him beyond this year. His cap hit for, the, for next year is $21 million. If they extend him, that cap hit probably drops by 10, 11 million, if not more. So it's a way to not only you know lock in a player, but it's a way to open up a ton of cap space as well. So I, I don't think he'll play out the final year of his deal. My guess is if he's back with the Eagles, it'll be on you know a two-year extension, so it's three more years total or something yeah. like that with, with 30, 35 million guaranteed. Yeah, that's kind of the way I was kind of envisioning this thing is that they send him out there, look for um, a deal, have his market price set, and then the Eagles, he realizes that it's not as high as he thinks it is, but it's higher than probably what the Eagles were initially willing to do, and they sort of meet somewhere to where both parties can be satisfied. Because if you're Hassan Reddick, if you get out there and see that no one is willing to, A, give up compensation to get you, but, B, give you the contract that you're looking for, then – your best choice is to stay here and work out a deal. So my, I agree with all that. My only concern with this, and you know, no, I don't know the like the intricate details of their conversation. Hassan, Hassan spoke and said he's not mad at the Eagles. I, I'll take him at his word for that. Mm-hmm. My only concern would be if he goes out and a team makes him feel really wanted. Like let's just let's use the Detroit Lions as an example. The Lions mm-hmm. want him. He speaks to the team. Dan Campbell fires him up. He's ready to go to Detroit. And then it's like, well, the Eagles, uh, the Lions aren't trading, aren't, aren't going to trade us enough. Or, well, you know, we'll, we'll match that deal. And at that point, Hassan is like, well, you know, I feel more enthusiasm from, from another team than I do from you. So that's my only concern in all this, is that if you allow Hassan to kind of be courted by other teams, it's easy to get wrapped up in being excited about something new and feeling wanted, especially when last year he wanted a new deal and they wouldn't give it to him. So yeah. that would be my only concern in this. I think it probably lens with him here. But, you know, there, there are a lot of other kind of complicating factors in terms of how his son will feel about the Eagles not paying him for over a year. Well, if he has a good agent, which I'm assuming he does, I'm not even bringing this back to Hassan until I know a deal is getting done. You could say, yeah, a team likes you and it could be close, hang in there. But his agent shouldn't get his hopes up like that if it's not a deal that the Eagles are going to accept. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Because what's the yeah. point of doing that? Like, what's the point of telling him a team wants to give you X amount of dollars but the Eagles won't – they don't want to accept the compensation. And if you're the other team that's willing to give him the deal, I don't even put that out there unless I'm willing to give the Eagles. I got to find out what the Eagles are looking for in return for Hassan Reddick before I even get into numbers. Well, and, and not to compare him to the player, but it reminded me a little bit of last year with, with James Harden. Like the Sixers said they would trade James Harden, but then the issue was the Clippers weren't willing to give them what they wanted and right. they dragged out and it became this long thing where you would have thought, you know, that if the Clippers say to James Camp, hey, we'll trade for you, that they were willing to, to kind of pay what it's going to take. Exactly so, what the Sixers wanted, right. yeah. So, so to your point, if a team is willing to pay Hassan, my guess is that they're aware of what type of compensation it would take to acquire him. I would just be worried about allowing Hassan to talk to their team just because he's so important to the team yeah. that you don't want to take any path that would risk losing him. Elliot, I'm curious. You mentioned the the forty million dollars in, in cap that they probably have. That's after they they move on from Bayard, right? Yeah. So right now they have around twenty million dollars in cap space. If they move on from Kevin Bayard, or if they or if they make him take a pay cut, the bottom line is Bayard is not going to make fourteen million dollars next year. So so if you take let's say ten, if not all fourteen of that off, now they're up to thirty four million. If you ex- extend Hassan Reddick or trade him, that opens up another fifteen million. So they have a lot of money to work with. Like I've been, I've been following the cap pretty closely for like ten years now. I'd say since I, since I started covering the team, yeah. and there's not many times where they've had this much cap space. Like, like he has a lot to work with this offseason. So, but my my big follow up on that though is like, so how does that change if they decide to extend Devontae and Dickerson this offseason? It doesn't impact him much because generally, if the Eagles continue to kind of structure contracts the way they have they almost always have a really low cap hit the first year. And then normally the second year, like Jalen Hurts' contract, for example, is $50 million a year. It's a top five contract in the entire sport. His cap hit this year is $13 million. So if they were to give Devontae, let's just say $20 million or, or whatever it would be, $25 million. Mm-hmm. My guess this year is that cap number based off, I mean, it's probably already 4 or $5 million probably would not increase very much. So, you know, when we talk about these numbers, even though Devontae will get an average of X amount, that's not all coming off the cap. So so they have enough money to extend Devontae, Landon, you know, whatever they want to do, and then also go out and sign other players. Mm. Interesting. Um, have you lowered your expectations on Jalen Hurts heading into uh, 2024? Well, I don't think expectations should be lowered. I'll say that. Like, for whatever I think of what he's capable of next year, the expectation for Jalen should be very clear. Like I just said, he is a top five contract in the entire sport. He was a runner-up MVP two years ago. He was in the Pro Bowl this year. Like, you should expect top five quarterback play from Jalen. Anything below that, I think, is 
you know, if he's six or seven, it's not a disappointment. But but if it's once again a year where we can debate if he's top ten and, you know, he's playing poorly and going to the playoffs, like, that's unacceptable. Like, he has to be better than that. So while it was a disappointing year, I don't think that the expectation should be lowered at all. Like, they paid him expecting a certain level of play, and I think that's fair to expect going into next year. Damn right. Yeah, well, listen. <laughs> a lot of expectations and I, and on Maxie, heard, too, but maybe he's not yeah. Maybe he's not that guy. Well, and I, and I heard O.G. Wade yesterday. And Disgusting, I make sure right? Tag. I mean, it wasn't yeah, – it's yeah. very sad. Very sad. <laughs> well, I had to make sure to tag Ike in that tweet because, you know, if OG, is, if OG is involved, I have to tag Ike. Yeah, but, I appreciate like, that. <laughs> yeah, no problem. His excuse about the new coordinator, while I, I understand what he's saying, like, that is not a reason to expect exactly. Kellen <laughs> yeah. Like, the whole reason you hire Kellen Moore is because you think it'll be better than having the continuity of Brian Johnson around him. Last year, we were all saying, oh, Brian Johnson's going to help him. This will be good mm-hmm. for him. He knows him. Right? And so now, like, so Jalen, Jalen is, is not supposed to be a product of what's around. He's supposed to be the one that makes that fix his problem. Oh, he's right? supposed like, to be the he's, thermostat. He's supposed to be the thermostat. Right. He sets the temperature. Exactly right. You're like, you, you don't pay a quarterback $50 million and then have him depend on the coaching. And I'm not diminishing the role of coaching completely. Obviously, it's important. But Jalen is the most important person in that, in that Novacare right now. Like, he is the one that will have the biggest outcome on how the season plays out. And so, you know, I I can't sit here and say, well, it's a new coordinator, so I can't expect him to be a top five guy. Like, we've seen him do it. He's being paid to do it. Like, he's the one that's supposed to make Kellen Moore look better, not the opposite way around. Yep. Final thing, Elliot, I want to know if you're ready to unleash the the take about the NBA final meaning more than a Super Bowl championship within the next decade. Yeah, I mean, it might not even be a decade, but we can certainly talk about it. I mean, I, I think within a, a not small amount of time, it will be more meaningful to win an NBA title than it will be to win a Super Bowl. If you look at it right now, the NBA is a more popular sport around the globe. More people care who wins the NBA title in the world than who, who wins the Super Bowl. And if you look at it, a lot more younger people are into the NBA than they are into the NFL. Kids care about NBA way more. So no, they pretty don't. soon... They, I mean, that's that's what the studies show. But well, I don't like don't it, give me a bunch of foreign numbers. I'm talking about well, in this you know country. I had to give you well, numbers. well, I mean, no, but but the NFL is an American sport. It is, for sure. Yeah, yeah so you're yeah. trying to do a global argument yeah, for something. Yeah, of course, that, who yes, cares? exactly. Yeah, we don't care what the, what yeah, the yeah, people yeah. across the. Where do you well, live, well, Elliot? Where do you live? If we're debating to who do more, what more people in America care about? Then yes, I agree. That well, that's where we live at. Okay, well, I'm talking about in the globe, like like with the, the Super Bowl, like is obviously a huge, is obviously a huge thing in America. I'm talking in the globe. Yeah, yeah, well, 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 how, come, how come the NBA Finals never come close to putting up numbers like the Super Bowl numbers? Well, one, they don't have Taylor Swift, so that oh, so, it doesn't matter. They still get a hundred million without Taylor Swift. Yeah, but but, but the, the Super Bowl is not about the sport. The Super Bowl is an event. Right, huh? like, and props to them for that. But but let's not act like all 320 million people watching are watching because they care about the game. Dude, the we NBA, don't even pay attention to the NBA until April. Right, but when but but that has nothing to do with the finals. People care about the finals, and the finals are split over seven games. It's not a one day event. If so, the, if the NBA finals was one day, right? I guarantee you, within a like, I don't know, five years something right like it, it will you it would need seven games to get people even interested you think if you think the nba title was boiled down the one game it would be more popular are you kidding me no i no i'm not kidding you i think there's I no think way that 
it, is, it was getting there. When, when you look at the global popularity, it is definitely getting there. I agree in America. There isn't one game in the NBA that people but you can't, you can't run to their TV for. The Super Bowl being one game helps it compared to Of seven. course it does. Everything yeah. the NFL does, the way it's set up, helps it. That's why it's the greatest sport in the world. Except for the Pro Bowl. Yes. Well, even that pulls better numbers than the NBA Finals. How about that, Elliot? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes, the Pro Bowl right now. I agree, yeah, but it's also flag a flag football game. Yeah, yeah no, flag I, football I'm, game. I'm saying t- two things. I'm saying one, mm-hmm. pretty soon it'll mean more, and two, it's harder to win. So I think that has to factor in as well. Like if you told me what's more meaningful or harder to accomplish, a Super Bowl or an NBA title, I think it is almost without question the NBA title. Oh. You have to win way more games to get there. Yeah. It's way harder to pull upsets. Yeah. Like. I think yeah. it's, tar- it's harder. Yeah, and that works against the NBA. What makes the NFL yeah. as, as big as it does is because everybody damn near has a chance. So you keep more people interested. I agree with the parody, but I, but what Jack was referencing for what it's worth. Well, let, I let, let me break it down more. to you like this. Let me Go break ahead. it to you down like this. How popular are the Denver Nuggets now when they just won the NBA championship? Well, they want a fake ring. but, but yeah, <laughs> It wasn't a fake ring. It wasn't a fake ring. We talked about it. Was, it. No, How LeBron, could it matter LeBron so won a fake ring. The Nuggets won a, a real wing, a ring. All right, but let me ask you this. Who do you, do you, you ask people around the globe, who mm-hmm. do you think people are more aware of? Who won the NBA title or who won the Super Bowl? The Super Bowl. I don't know about that. I don't know if that's true. Well, I can't take the, a the census NBA has either. A way larger global reach. Like if you look at the main stars, they're all. Global. I know, and that's why we're playing in Brazil next year, and we're over in London every year. Yeah, because Germany they, now. Yeah, because the, right, NFL, because the NFL, NFL, the NFL is trying to reach over there. I, I agree with you on that. Because the NFL agrees with me and can see that pretty soon the NBA is going to surpass it because oh, globally and the kit. I mean, it's just the truth. Like I, you can disagree with me all you want. But the NFL isn't playing in Brazil for if there's fun. Anything, well, the here's NBA the thing. Here, right here's here. the thing. It may be more popular overseas because they are just infatuated with American sports in that sort of sense. But it'll never be more popular here. You do understand that, right? True. The NBA will I, I never be know. more popular than the NFL in this country. So I, I, I don't think that's true. Like I, I that's a lo- that's a <laughs> oh larger path. Like I think. Look again. But it, do you think? All right. If we ask. A majority of kids under twenty. Who do you mm-hmm. think more? What do you, what do you think more people care about? NBA or NFL? NFL. NFL. I disagree with that. Why? I bet more kids play basketball. Number one. I mean, because NBA is a star. No, league. Well, first of all, playing basketball and watching football are two different things. Basketball is a sport you can play in your driveway. It isn't right. physical. That's You're not getting true. tackled. I don't care about any of that stuff. That's not what I'm telling you. I'm telling you, in this country, football is king. Understand? It that. is right don't now. Don't start telling me right NBA. Don't you got say your right little, now. You got your little clap your hands podcast. You can get away with those takes on that. Yeah. You can't bring that stuff to the afternoon show. Well, we all know what the real most popular sport's going to be in 15 years. Don't, yeah, don't soccer. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised you're not, yeah, I'm surprised you're not <laughs> making an argument for soccer. This is one big soccer take. This is one big soccer <laughs> take. Oh, yeah, well, mean, actually, it's titles. the most popular sport in the world. I don't care. Yeah. I don't There's care. Like four, four or five soccer leagues that are more Awful. important than the Super Bowl. Oh, it's the worst. It's the worst. I'm just saying, in 15 years, when the NBA is more popular, remember. It's never going to be more popular. Well, guess what, Elliot? In 15 years, I'm putting in my papers. It's over in 15 <laughs> <All right>. years. <laughs> 
Sounds good. That would right. be the final, the final Tuesday with Elliot. Yeah. Like, like, all, right. all right, Elliot. Uh, great right, stuff, Robert. buddy. <laughs> all right, talk to you soon. All right, talk you to you did. later. They had to have something to disagree. You set me up for that yes. one. They had to have something to disagree with. <laughs> I want to see what your thoughts were. I want to see what your thoughts were on his take that he's been so proud of. Yeah, the NBA. Yeah, he's like, I'm an NBA fan. Don't, don't tell me. I, I, Dude, I don't even get interested in the NBA until March and April. If anything, the NBA is declining in, in, <laughs> yes. of, in interest in this country. Like, yes. I, I love the NBA. I watch it every single night. But, like, yeah. relax. I just ran the numbers. If you took the NBA Finals ratings last year, not even the average, right. and it went seven games, and you added all of the viewers every single game, it's still less than the Super Bowl. How, how much less? About thirty million. Yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> thirty million. Well, it's, no, it's, it's like ninety versus one twenty. It's yeah. Elliot's soccer thing. Yes, it's always a soccer. Well, it's the most popular sport in the world. In the world, yes. I. I that's why he throws in the world. That's in like there. that's like my country argument. Yes. <laughs> most popular it's most popular music in america you know what i mean i get it i get it but they can't play football everywhere across the globe i i understand it so football american football isn't as popular yes soccer and, and basketball these are international even baseball i mean hell is more international yeah for sure yeah football is an american it's sport us. it's us this is our sport now is it now is, is football america's pastime now well, America's, no, I hate to break the news time. to you, yes. Pastime, current, and present. <laughs> current yes. time, yeah. yeah. America's pastime, current, and future yes. is football. 215 <laughs> Football is king. It is. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. Back to your phone calls on the other side. Have your expectations been lowered on Jalen Hurts? Give us something in life that you dread for a $50. Elliot's phone calls. $50 Hooters <laughs> gift card. And I got a question about Zach Wheeler and his contract extension. Coming up next on the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.